0: Embracing one's talents and sharing personal testimony for the greater good is a powerful act that can profoundly impact both individuals and society as a whole. When we acknowledge and nurture these innate abilities, we unlock our true potential and contribute to the betterment of the world around us. Justina Weems is an accomplished author, touching the hearts of young readers with her cherished children's book, My Goal and Ralph. Beyond her literary achievements, she's a beacon of hope as the founder of Victims to Victory. This nonprofit organization utilizes the healing power of art to guide children and young adults on their journey to recovery from trauma. In her tireless efforts to promote diversity and support people of color in the business world, Justina found the OMA Black National Committee, creating invaluable opportunities and resources for aspiring entrepreneurs. As if that weren't enough, she is the driving force behind Mob Styles, a professional flash mob company that spreads joy and wonder through captivating performances. Today, Justina joins Maria Romano to share her unwavering faith, belief in the power of manifestation, and the profound importance of embracing our talents. Prepared to be inspired as she illuminates the path toward personal growth and shares the transformative strength of sharing our testimonies for the betterment of all hello everybody maria
1: romano here from true love knots oh my god i'm girl crushing today (laughs) i've got a treat for you first of all all the way from the east coast i have justina Weaves. so first say hi everybody hello lovely people well it's such an honor and a treat to have you on the show today and you know my community is built up of people here it's not just Vegas it's all over my platform is love so you might not know a little bit most people know I'm a wedding officiant and I teach people how to do what I do but I always love bringing people on that have a passion and a purpose and love life and love people and want to change the world because when we have that mindset of going out and looking through the lens a different lens of loving everybody And that makes all, and having compassion and empathy and loving the world makes a difference. So today I'm so thrilled to have her today. And I want to just read a little bit about her so you have an idea of what it's about. And I know I have your, um, let me see, I'm going to just move for one minute. I'm going to bring up your bio. So let me see if I can do that. I had it up here. One moment. I might have to move you. That's all right. Okay. We multitask. That's what queens do. Okay, here we go. I got it. I got it. I'm going to just do this. You cannot minimize Zoom. Okay, I know I can't minimize Zoom. All right. So let me just put you over here for one moment and move this here. All right. So I can read your beautiful bio. Glasses on and we'll cut this part out anyway from the recording. All right. So I have to share with you because I was so fascinated with her. She is a published author, advocate, and entrepreneur. She is the author of a beloved children's book, Michael and Ralph, and the founder of Victims to Victory, a nonprofit that uses art to help children and young adults heal from trauma. She also founded the O dot ma black national committee supporting people of color in business and grant opportunities justina is the creative force behind mob styles a professional flash mob company and co-founder of nana's a cannabis infused catering service she's empowered individuals through me sexual a program for survivors of sexual abuse and co-produces the musical we are the dream which i watched Some of that interview with you and your mom. I'm going to talk about that. And the documentary, Just Trying to Make It. As a transformational speaker, Justina shares her inspiring message of resilience and empowerment. Oh, my God. I mean, let me just tell you, that is amazing. I don't know where to start. So let's talk about, first, let me just tell everybody the reason I brought Justina on. I would never met her. Uh, I am one of the educators that was invited to come to David Gutierrez's experience in the Cayman's and Justina of course is going back she is going to be speaking too. We're going to talk about that but I really want to talk a little bit about you talk a little bit about your background. I know you've had tragedy. So but I love that, you know Victim to victory. Could you give us just a couple of minutes or three minutes telling us about a little bit? Yes. So that was
2: my first organization that I started. I actually lost my father at eight years old to police brutality and something I've been fighting for justice now we live in a society that's open to what's actually goes on or the oppression of you know people of color and then I lost a brother to leukemia and another brother brother to gun violence so that's where Michael and Ralph comes in I use their memory in the book Michael and Ralph that was their name and then and really giving young people the tools to really get over trauma because I felt like when I was going through those things I didn't have the tools and resources that I needed to deal with the trauma and I was also going through sexual abuse so I grew up kind of angry like introverted to myself didn't have much joy because I didn't have the, the tools and a lot of times we need to tap into like different things I know therapy is great I love going to therapy I have a therapist but I'm also an artist I'm a creative so I've learned to really express myself through the art so that's something that I really wanted to teach young people that you know their trauma could be actually stepping stones to their success and how can we translate that in our art without Setting ourselves back or hindering ourselves in the depression, because I think a lot of times we can get caught up in almost like the "what was me and this is what happened," right? Especially when it feels like trauma back to back to back. So I feel like we really need to tap into our talents, which I believe God gave us all talents, and really be able to kind of push through the pain and present our best self.
1: Well, and you know, you this actually you're a testimony to that because most people would stay in that victim mentality. And that is true because I heard another speaker. I'm trying to think, I can't remember her name right now, who also had tragedy in her life. Uh, probably very similar to yours. She was also abused sexually, which is tr- that to me, the ultimate. Okay. I mean, much as I don't like gun violence. I mean, when we think about sexual abuse, it's just something you don't ever want to see. Yeah, and because it crosses all
2: lines. Right. And I think right. that's the thing about trauma. It's not like specific to any race or any gender, you know, as you get older, you realize a lot of us share a lot of the same pain, but we grow up in a society that almost shows us to filter everything. That's like too much to talk about. So I try to teach people like, let's not live with this filter on, let's really tap in and really help people to heal because by sharing your testimony actually helps you and somebody else at the same you time. You know, and
1: that's so true. And this girl, Stacy Flowers, I believe that's her name. And she spoke, she was talking about how uh, she went through the abuse. And then later on afterwards, people were lined up. And what they said, and there was one woman that was just looking at her. She says, you don't look like a girl that's been sexually abused or has gone through trauma. And you know what? We, we have a tendency of sometimes thinking we have to stay in a mold. And I'm sure you've worked and have definitely made an impact on others, other people's lives. But I love the art side. Now you dance, which is art too. But when you're talking yeah. about, are you talking about coloring? Are you talking about art? Are you talking about the so, art of dance? music, I've been okay. expressing myself through
2: music since I was like 15, 16. I think the first song I wrote was actually for my dad and how I was able to express that way. And then writing, writing has always been an outlet for me. And I think growing up and going through that stuff, I struggled in school, right? So it was like always, I never wanted to share my writing because it's like, oh, somebody's going to point out some grammar errors, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, that's something else you also have to push through, right? Some of your weaknesses sometimes. So to find resources or tools that actually strengthen your weaknesses and give you the courage and the ability to put yourself out there so now like I said I write books I write scripts and I'm always like ew, thank you Grammarly thank you this for making me like <laughs> present my best self so that's what I try to like encourage people because a lot of times with our trauma we get hindered in our weaknesses and we live in a society today where we have so many tools and resources that can really give you the ability to present your best self and that's what I try to give people that perspective and be like okay well let's try this let's do this so that they're comfortable inside their own skin
1: and that is so true you know and it, it's interesting because you talked about therapy I'm a big fan of therapy and I think therapy definitely makes a difference but sometimes when you can relate I mean everyone's situation is different There's no question about the they can relate to somebody like you. And I love that because you're inspiring and aspiring people to do better. And that's something that what happens, I think, motivational speakers, sometimes they want to, you know, they want people to aspire to be like them, but you got to really inspire them. So what's your secret of helping them tap in to that besides, you know. How do you pull? Well, it's speaking. really focusing
2: on what their wants and their needs are, right? And being a supportive person to be like, a lot of people don't have that encouragement right they feel like oh i put this on social media and i'm not getting the likes or comments or my family never encouraged me to do this so a lot of times people just need to hear that yes you can you know you were already born with the talents that you need to succeed but a lot of times people need to hear that and i feel like that's the biggest key for people they just need to be like oh you're absolutely right and to be like you know some people might you know, I go fluctuate between my body weight, I have two kids, right? And even sometimes we put things on and we judge ourselves like, ooh. And I tell people, I don't care how big or small the person is, the best thing a person can have when they put something on is confidence. Like confidence, like will shed it all. Like, okay, I can see the confidence in the way that they walk and the way they present themselves and that can make the world a difference. So I have people now that be like, I looked in the mirror and at first I was like, ew, but then I turned around and I kind of gave myself affirmations like, I look good, I love myself, and they turn back around and they see a whole different person and they're able just to step outside to be like, this is who I am and presenting, but just the confidence within themselves. So that's what I try to like give people to like, what do you need to hear and know that you know, not everybody's going to be on your level, but we li- also live in a society in ways where we can tap into people who are on our level, but we have to be able to kind of step outside our comfort zone sometimes, step outside our own environments why it might just be our community, just be our family who kind of just know us as average, but I don't think anybody's average. I just think everybody truly needs to tap into their talents and that in itself can give you this a whole different look at life. Cause sometimes we get in a routine. Like I go to work, I take care of my kids and we kind of lose focus on self. And then we let go of some of the things that we love to do, whether it's painting or just buying somebody else. So sometimes, like I said, it's just telling people so that they hear it for themselves. It might be the first time they ever hear it about how great they truly are.
1: Oh, and that is so true. And I love, I love that. So I want to take a moment, let's back up. I listened to the interview that you, your mother and you and your mother had about we are the dream now your mother inspired to be an actress she says that she always she obviously she's channeling that she's still doing that in new hampshire am i correct is she still yes. mm-hmm. and she, she was raised in massachusetts she said correct okay she took that small town uh culturally it was only two black families that must have been extremely different i'm, re, I'm the bronx girl even though i'm a lot older than you you know i grew up <laughs> multicultural but So it's, I I find that so interesting. And, um, but share with me, she talked about, we are the dream, dream, which she kind of rewrote. How was that collaboration first of all your mother
2: let's talk about what so me and course. my mother almost do everything together like the definition of smothered like the show is probably me and my mom she lives in new hampshire and i live in new york but we still do almost everything together it's like idea comes and it's like so how are you gonna work together on it some way somehow but she does um like she said she always wanted to be an actor but what i love about my mom she didn't focus on oh i didn't make it to the tv she's like well, I'm a stage manager, I'm a director. Like she always found her way into the element because that's what just makes her happy. So she's actually a theater coach at the Gunkwood Theater and she found this play called We Are The Dream, which was just for kids. And she's like, I love it. It was about Martin Luther King, but she wanted to adapt the play so that it was like more adult friendly. We can bring in an older cast. So I had ri- written a song one song called unity after George Floyd had passed, you know, just talking about how together we need to come together and just lift our voices up. And she was like, I would love to use this song for my play. So it went from one song to, can you write me 12 more songs? And I was like, "Ah." (laughs) okay. So that in itself just became a whole musical. And we, for the last couple of years have been pushing it, promoting it. Everything's a process when you're like, are creative and you really want to make things big because it's like three elements it's like live performance film and then we're trying to introduce holograms so there's three elements to it because me and my mother never do anything small thank you D- David Tatara. dream big that's what we do all the time <laughs> so we actually went we performed it at the SBA in New York just as like a reading and then we're like okay we got to film this so we went out to Atlanta And we filmed it there, and now we're like, okay, who's going to do this hologram for us? But my mom, no matter what, like I said, she taps into theater or acting some way, somehow, because for her, that's her talent, and she's not going to let that go to waste. And she loves working with kids. So like I said, she found it at the Gunkwood Theater, where she works through the summertime. And then she was like, I want to make this into a whole production for adults. And really give, because she grew up. Um, when Martin Luther King was assassinated. So for her to adapt it and kind of tell the story from her own perspective and really show, like I learned so much just, you know, we think of a lot of activists, like just on this movement for civil rights or for the black community, but he was really about the poor people and that crosses all lines, right? It's talking about how we, if we came together as one, one race, really, that we can truly make a bigger difference. So I learned a lot just working with her. But again, mostly everything we do, the victims to victory, some aspect of our businesses are always linked together. Me and her working together,
1: I, you know. Which and I, love. I and I love that. But your mother brought up an interesting point during the interview: is people remember Martin Luther King as just for that speech, right? That he spoke about. He dreams one day of people living together, being there, but they forget he was a reverend. He was a rev. He's a pastor, and when you come from that place, that makes all the difference. I'm a reverend. I understand that it's very important what how you move about and love people. You know, you talk about cultures and and you know and people having stigmas. I was uh, sharing with somebody not too long ago is that uh, for me the stigma is that you know what we're trying to bring together cultures, right? We're trying to bring together races, religions it's ageism you hit a certain age and people just want to cast you aside think about that in countries so we're all facing in different phases of our lives right some form of that and i love but but it's getting back to what we're talking about having the lens of love which is what you're doing trying to get people to move on justine i love that all right well i gotta switch gears a moment i need to talk about we need to talk about how you met david tutera And that you've been to his event. Let's talk talk about that for a second. (laughs) Talk about manifestation
2: because I love to manifest. Like, I feel like words are very powerful. And when you put them into action, baby, anything is possible. So I've been watching David for like 20 years Mm -hmm. (laughs) on TV. Me too. (laughs) i was like okay because after i lost my dad like the whole wedding thing for me you know you're like oh that's never gonna happen especially if i don't have my dad there but then i saw my fair weddings and i was like i'm having the wedding of my dreams what are you talking about but i also just love the joy and love that david brought to each person he encountered with and i was like this is a different type of individual for me so like from that day i was like okay one day I'm going to meet this man like in person is going to be everything. So I did when I turned 30 it was my 30th birthday. I met him for the first time out in Rochester, New York. He was doing a whole dream big experience. And trust me, I tap into that whole dream big experience take it to the heart like yes let's dream big what can we do so I met him there and I feel like we just had this instant connection and then as I had to meet him like I'm like I want to keep on going to these experiences even after I got married I was like I'm still going because it's the people and energy there so I met him three other times after that and he always like joke like oh there she is okay Justina and he always remembered my name after like the first time so then he, I joined his mentorship group, even though I'm not a wedding planner. Let me tell y'all, still join it because he's a businessman. This man is an entrepreneur. It's not just, he can teach you so much. Even my husband being in the background, I'm like, that's great advice. That's great advice. I'm like, <laughs> so during the mentorship program, he's like, Justina, well, I was already filming. I'm um, just trying to make it my documentary, which is just kind of goes through everything we've talked about here in my life. And I was like, can I come out there? I really want to film. He's like, yes, you need to come out here for this experience. The the experience was life-changing. When I say I met, I call them my DTE family. Like everybody there was so supportive. Like I say, you meet people who have also gone through their own stuff, but have accomplished their dreams some way, somehow. You're just learning from so many diverse groups and I'm telling you, the love there is so real. But I saw all these speakers on this stage and I'm like, that's going to be me. And I literally on the plane was like already writing out my speech. Like, yes, how do we get over hurdles? Like, yes, let's talk about it. And I was like, I was writing it out. So then I was like, David, I just had to ask because sometimes we be scared to ask. And I was like, David, can I be on next year's um DTE the stage he's like you know I love you I'll consider you to be on this year if you can send me footage of you already speaking which God was good because I literally had already done like three speaking engagements that were actually filmed up in New Hampshire for we are the dream and we did that as a workshop for some of the kids up there so I was like God was just moving like yes 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 on time so then he's like I got the letter like you've been picked I was like but I truly, truly love David. He knows that like, that's my big brother. That's my mentor. He has got me through some like, you know, mental dark moments where you feel like giving up. And he's definitely encouraged me to become a lot of what I've become today. Cause I like, he's an author. Okay. I can be, he all my struggles with, you know, up in school, you know, we heard that on your last podcast with him, you know, so I learned so much from him. and I'm just so blessed to truly have him in my life. And he's truly a different type of individual. You know what I'm saying? He takes people in under his wing and he really tries to provide opportunities, which I cannot thank him enough for.
1: And it sounds like he really takes the time during the DT experience to get to know everybody because it's an intimate setting. It's not, and it always, so if you take somebody, share through your eyes, what it's like going to one of the events. First of all, the same thing you see on the, we are,
2: um, my fair wedding, that whole setup, you're getting that same type of environment. So you get this whole magical, like breathtaking, like, am I really here? And they send you a whole agenda, like how to dress and how to present. So you're like, you're in for a good time but also just the speakers that he truly speaks to come on that stage and share their stories is truly transformational. Cause I thought like, okay, I just need to come there and film, you know, talk about our relationship over the last years. (laughs) But when I really sat in that room and listened to these women and men speak, about not only their successes but some of the struggles that they had to overcome you know what i'm saying it truly makes you it empowers you because it shows you that you too can overcome things and become your best self so it just only connected more with me and then the genuine people who really care like you don't really know who the speakers are until they speak so you could be the couple of days just really just mingling and getting to know people and then they get up there and tell their story and you're like even more blown away so it's not an environment where you know you might feel like well that person's a little uh, uh, uh. like he really pick, takes the time I feel like to create the environment and pick the people where everybody feels inclusive and then like I said he did baby David on the dance floor he is not just dancing with Joey he's there and, and like and some people go there just love it but it's just intimate him that are just truly. I came to for like months, the memories that I needed to get. And, like I said, there might be other people there, but you will truly feel like it's just you and David or just you and Joey because they really take the time to like tap in if they feel like oh, you look down or something else going on because you might tap into some real emotional things, they're going to take the time to really build you back up to where you need to be. So you don't leave this experience feeling broken. You leave this experience feeling empowered. And that's Mm -hmm. what I love about it. And like I said, I still talk to a lot of the women. We check in either once a week, once a month, every other day. There's just people besides Joey and David that you're going to leave with so much support and a lot of times that goes back to what we were saying before a lot of people haven't had the support around them to really feel empowered but you leave that experience with the support that you truly need
1: you know and that's something you just touched on that is so important like you you talked about you had manifested this so you know um God does, a door doesn't close for you that God has opened. And I always feel that way. You know, sometimes we feel that really there's a door opening. We just need to recognize the signs. And I think that's the key thing is, you know, if you were speaking to somebody today, that's going through uh, some sort of trauma in their life, you know, maybe similar to yours, maybe not. You talk about finding helps. What would your message be to that person? That's what's important because so many people are hurting. So many people are suffering.
2: Well, I'm definitely like you. Jesus is my like go-to. I know that God is truly going to bring us out of situations if we truly look to him. But I know for some people, that's kind of hard to believe. Like who, who is this higher power? But I think that comes into the manifestation and really believing that you can too be okay because i feel like if god's providing for the birds and the bees and i know that sounds so cliche but it's like if he can do it for these animals he can do it for you and a lot of people i think almost lose faith when they go through trauma cuz they're like well why would he allow me to go through this but one thing a woman told me one time was we often go through things not for ourselves but so we can help one day somebody else and that's really sometimes what we got to look at like I really try to tell people, share your testimony because your testimony, like if more people share their testimony, I feel like more lives would be truly changed because again, we live in a society where, well, we don't want to talk about death. We don't want to talk about sadness, but it's not about focusing on the death or the sadness, but how you truly were able to overcome the, those feelings at that time. So for me, it's definitely like, cause people at some points can be a little disappointing. So it's like, for me, faith, truly plays into that. And I have to believe that whatever desire God put on my heart is there because God put it there. That's what he wants me to accomplish. He gives us all talents. And I feel like some of us, we don't tap into our talents, but as soon as we believe in ourselves and our talents, we are empowered. I don't think God gave us talents to waste them. You know what I'm saying? So I try to really first listen to people. Everybody's story is different and everybody has a different journey. And not every technique that works for me might not work for you. So sometimes you really got to listen to people and where they're at right now in their life and really accept sometimes where they're at. Because a lot of times we don't want to, well, you should get over that or you should have been been over that. Like that happened when you were young and people don't understand everybody's journey is different. But how do we teach them to mold that into something great? How do we teach them to really believe not only in themselves, but in, in God can do all things you know for those that who believe in him and i truly believe like manifestation i know when i ask god for something it might not come on the time i'm like oh i could have used that yesterday but it's like (laughs) dave deterra that took probably 15 years but i really had to believe like one day i'm gonna meet this man one day we're gonna have a real close connection right so it's like believing that if god put that in your heart you are going to accomplish it. The most important thing is not giving up, and a lot of times we don't accomplish things because we've already given up.
1: Oh, that is that is great, great advice. And you know, it's, you you talk about everybody's on a different journey, and everyone has a per a purpose. Okay. And you found your purpose and passion. And it sounds like you and your mom, like even your mom always wanted to be, you know, an actress, but look at how many lives she's touching. And she had you, <laughs> you're, you know, yeah, our bodies. And that's the great
2: things we get to hear. Like people like are participating in this play. And for us, the play is really, again, my mom, she's a minister as well. And like she said, she leaves with Dr. King was a reverend. But it's really a time for us to minister to people, for us to listen to people, just like the David and experience. When you can actually see somebody that you can empower, you take that time to empower that person. You never know what situation God's going to have you in. You could be a janitor, but your real purpose might be inspiring those students in that hallway because you come into work every day with a good attitude. You come into work every day with God in your heart. So I think that's really what it is. Knowing what your purpose is, for me, it was knowing through my trauma, losing my dad, that that pushed me into my purpose, so to say. Like, I felt like I need to be a star one day or build a platform big enough so I could tell his truth so I could live out this fight. So I think certain things, and a lot of times trauma, when we look at it the right way, can truly push you into your purpose, but you have to accept the assignment. And not every day is gonna be easy, but you have to know that you too will make it through whatever it is God's telling you to do.
1: So I have to bookmark that moment. God gave you an assignment, right? That was your assignment. You came into your assignment. And uh, listen to this, everybody. What she said is powerful, powerful words. No, it truly is. Because everyone has an assignment. And we always wonder, why is this happening to me? Why? Why am I having this tragedy? Nobody should have tragedy. Nobody. We'd love life to to be as peaceful. It's just not the way it is. But your tragedy, you turn that like you talk about victim to victory. Yeah, and sometimes that's even making you a better
2: parent, right? Sometimes we go through trauma as children, which actually shapes us to be better parents And we're able to nurture and create beautiful people who are gonna do beautiful things in the society. But sometimes we don't even look at it like that. They still are like, oh, well, I don't have no purpose. If God gave you a child or a neighbor to you can nurture to, that is simply your assignment. And you have to believe that you are truly changing somebody's life. You might even be saving somebody's life, even though they might not come back and say, this is what you did right now. I guarantee maybe five or 10 years down the line, they'll be able to open up and say, you truly impacted my life. Because there's so many people now that was like I was thinking about suicide and you didn't even know that they were thinking about those things when they were going through those things but they heard your words they heard your testimony and you allowed them to be
1: here for one more day to impact somebody else and there's just a ripple effect if you I, allow I, it I love so what is the your title of your talk that you'll be sharing uh the David to Terror experience tell everybody so manifesting and living a bold, fearless
2: life, because sometimes that's what you got to do. Now, I haven't always been bold and fearless. Like I had to find those tools and resources. But again, I believe manifesting what you truly want out of life and focusing on that, you will see the outcome. And it will be a beautiful one. If you if you stay in the race, sometimes you're going to stay in the race. It's a whole marathon, y'all. It's a whole marathon.
1: That's so true. Now, okay, before we wrap up, um, I just want you to share with us like, what's on the horizon for you besides DTE, which is wonderful. If you have anything coming up, anything that you can share. Plus, I'm going to have any of your social media links. I don't know if you sent them to me, but you'll send because I want my... Community to also reach out to you. So, what's on the horizon? The summer, the fall.
2: Right now, we are pitching the documentary. Just trying to make it. That that's me, Jess with the J E S.
1: Love it, Jess. Um,
2: so that people can really see the journey that I've been on, the journey that I'm on. Like I said, losing my father kind of pushed me into my purpose. And 30 years later, after losing him, never being contacted, we're actually in court because I manifested this, y'all. And I say one day I will get justice. So I'm actually in court. The I'm representing myself against four other attorneys and they all filed to dismiss the case. And I said, God is my attorney and God will be in the heart of that judge. You know that judge got up there and said, I'm not dismissing anything. I need y'all to help this lady get what she deserves. So that's I'm telling you, good station. So <laughs> We are still filming that process. We are pitching to people that we, so it will be on a network or somewhere big, but I don't even care. When I started it, I said, you know what? This can go on YouTube because I'm all about just sharing the testimony, but people who are in the industry are like, no, this is too good just to put on YouTube, girl, at least try to pitch it out. So I'm going to do a little justice and try to get it to some networks, some agents, but right now we're filming that, but I also do my daily podcast Monday through Friday. It's just 10 minutes where I just try to tap into people and just give words of encouragement. I might share some of my own truth, my own struggles that I'm going through that day. But we try to just reverse that into, you know what, God gave me a purpose and this is what I'm gonna do with it. So
1: that's what I'm working on. And that's on Facebook, am I correct? Where you have Facebook that book and under- on
2: Instagram under okay. just trying to make
1: it. Okay, so we'll get that information. I wanna thank you so, so much for sharing. And I, I just love your nuggets that you shared with everybody because I think that is so important. So in the meantime, anyone, please, please reach out to her. If you want to make a comment, if you want to follow her, you want to buy her book. I think that is so important. And maybe you want to learn more about the David Tutera experience. So in the meantime, trust and believe. That's right. In the meantime, stay healthy, happy, and safe. As I always say, spread love. Have a great day, everybody.